Sisters, but not by birth. Family, but not by DNA. David and Adam are two of a kind, and they want to borrow some of your day to talk into your ear holes about midi chlorians and roller coasters. Those two things are unrelated, but so are they. They're unrelated at birth, like most people who aren't related. Unrelated at birth, but they're brothers in a brotherly way. Now it's time for the phenomenal brother and the golden voice of the South. They're brothers from different mothers, but they're both really proud to be unrelated at birth. And welcome into Unrelated at Birth, where just like your two hosts, the topics that we're talking about are totally unrelated, but at the end, you'll see that they really have an underlying relation. Relation. <laughs> underlying relation. <laughs> relation. I'm sorry. Did I speak too soon? You haven't introduced me. No, I no, I, 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 I do, but it's okay because you, you, you joked on my relation. Relation. It's okay. I'll, I'll, so let's do it with the introductions. I yeah. am. The one, the only, the golden voice of the South, the human jukebox, Dave Adams, all the way from the top of the state of Alabama in Madison, Alabama. And because Madison is on top of Alabama, I'm on top of my podcasting game. That's how I'm going to do it. And across the monitor from me, in the middle of the state of Florida, the house of mouse that is still sleeping, hopefully not for a couple of weeks. It won't be tomorrow. Saint, well, true. St. Cloud. The one, the only phenomenal brother Adam. What's up, Hello. Adam Joseph Russell? I just want you to know, I have no idea about underlying relation. <laughs> anyway, had to get that in there. He, he does know about cigars, though. <laughs> um, so, and blue dresses. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even made it 30 seconds. How are you, Dave? Are you doing good? <laughs> You're in really high spirits today. I'm, I'm enjoying. I am it. in rare form, sir. I am in rare form. Oh, how wow. how has your uh, your week been? I I, oh. I see that you've done some uh, some decorating because that's not the normal thing I see behind you. No, it's not. We um been working from home a lot and probably will be for a while. Like really? most of us are. You, you don't you say. Know? And um, I got tired of the space that I was working in. It's basically a recliner chair in our bedroom and a little table next so, to it. So wait, wait, wait. And Did you have to find a space between? <laughs> no, um, I'm going to hunch, I'm gonna make a hunchback reference. I had to get out there. There you go. And so, um, <laughs> so I got tired of sitting there and Blair and I started talking about what we wanted to do with different rooms in the house and everything. And she said, you need an office. So we got a desk and a chair and moved the TV that was in our TV room into the living room where there's more space to stretch out and stuff and just kind of recalibrated the house a little bit. And I got to tell you, I love it. Um, Do you? It, it's funny though, right when I, we did that change and I haven't been on video much for a lot of the meetings, A, because not a lot of people are on video, but also because I'm in this recliner, there's a window behind me. It's not really conducive to, to being in video on a meeting because nobody can see me. I finally get this desk. Uh, Monday, I spent a whole day on video. I felt very <laughs> professional. People were commenting on my limited edition Rocketeer print behind me. And we go under a boil water notice, and now I can't take a shower. Like I, and I said, don't feel like I'm as presentable. You're lucky you got me on Facebook Live. 
<laughs> like I said on the live tonight, I thought I smelled something from the south. Yeah, they were they were doing something with our water lines, doing a routine cleaning procedure, and something went wrong, and now we're under a boil water notice. Hopefully, only until tomorrow, but that will be two and a half days, which is so. You don't think it sounds like a long time, but. When you're in the middle of a pandemic where they tell you to wash your hands, now I can't get the virus off my hands because I might get bacteria on it. So it's just not good timing. So normally they say blow, roll, roll, Seminole wind. I want it to roll away. <laughs> that is the way. blow, blow, Seminole wind is boil, 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 Osceola water. Boil, 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 boil. <laughs> Easy for you to say. No, we, we've got we had a lot of fun moving things around and doing that kind of stuff, and it's nice having a permanent location to do this show. I actually feel more professional doing the show than I have in a long time. Because you might you actually see, have you guys used to see me on the on the live and and all of that. Dave's used to seeing that poster behind me, or I'd be in the other room, and I would have my daughter's pink uh, Disney princess tray that I would sit the laptop on in my lap and all of that. And I have a desk now, so. You're going to get the best version of podcast from me that you can. So I'll at least crank it up 10%. 10%. Well, what happens? 10% better. What happens when my remodel is done and I'm going to be in this nice new spiffy studio? I have a nice new spiffy desk. I'm good. Okay. Okay. I'm good. Well, okay. I'm sorry. So, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was, I was going to try to segue. Go ahead and segue. But, okay. So, so speaking of nice, new, and spiffy, you know, last week we tried a nice, new, and spiffy uh, a way of doing things on the show, a, a new, yes. well, what's the word you were going to say, Adam? Because I knew you had a, a nice word to say, a, a new curriculum, a new uh, curriculum vitae, maybe? Um, yeah. A new raison d'etre. You were making fun of me That's for saying it. that the other day. There we go. We can say raison d'etre. <laughs> um, oh, oh, oh. Um, but anyway, where we talk two different topics that, that we're passionate about, that we, we want to talk on. And, and at the end, you're, at first you're going to think, what the crap are they talking about? Why are they talking about these two things on one show? You'll find that there is going to be a, an underlying relation with, with these two topics. So, Adam, what's the first topic we're going to talk? You know, I go on mute for two seconds to type, and the host kicks it over to me, man. Your timing could I'm be I'm sorry. <laughs> well, so the first topic we're going to talk. Actually, I want, I want to introduce both. Let's, let's let everybody okay. know what the whole lay of the land is. So we're going to start off talking our favorite Saturday morning cartoons from when, when mm -hmm. we were a kid. And then we're going to lead into um, – well, then we're going to do Virgil ask a question. And then we're going to lead into a list that you found of the top 35 saddest country songs of all time. Yep. And then we're going to find one way that those two topics are connected, believe it or not. I, I still don't know how he – look, last week I was the one that came up with the connection. You came up with the connection this week. I That's still right. don't know how you're going to do it. I, I really kind of campaigned to do the, the list as just the whole show because he said keep the listener 20 to 35 minutes. I'm not sure how we're going to do that, but we'll find a way. Sort you of. can do it. I believe in you. Okay, so so let's get into it. Let's 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 kick let's kick off the uh, the, the way we do things. Let's kick it off with Saturday morning cartoons. Let's do it. Let's do it. So so let's just what Saturday morning cartoons do you remember growing up watching? Um, one that sticks out in my mind the most is Garfield and Friends. 
Oh, dude, I loved that show. But it wasn't even Garfield and Friends, and, and I've been trying to find it. I can't find the name of that cartoon that ran alongside it with all the farm animals. Yep, 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 yep. It, you know it was what I'm just part about? of that show, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was like the middle portion of it. Um, mm-hmm. It was something USA. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me, and I should have Googled this before we started. But um, I, I, I think that that was probably one of the ones that sticks out the most to me. Um, and like I said, less Garfield and more because of that, that farm animal segment. Um, but that one, uh, the, when I was really U.S. Little, Acres. U.S. Acres, that was it. And when I was really little, the Super Friends. Yep. Big. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. I, I, had, a, I had a five-year-old birthday party sure. that was Justice, Justice League. Sure. And, and my aunt came dressed up as Wonder Woman. Nice. That's so, awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It was awesome, and I and I would say I would round that out. If you're talking like older stuff, Super Friends, uh, Thundercats, oh. was a big one. Lionel was my favorite. I had the little sword that lit up and all that stuff. Um, you didn't like Snarf? You consider Snarf. like yeah? Would you consider like Ninja Turtles a Saturday yeah. morning cartoon? Yeah. Um, I was really big into Ninja Turtles. I had a ton of those toys. That was one of the ones that I think I was into the most from a from a toy perspective and merch perspective. Um, I mean, Smurfs when I was little. I remember my dad made me a Smurfs cake one year for my birthday. There, what was the, 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 the Smurfs that were underwater? They had the, the, was it Snorks? I don't know that I remember that one. Okay, well. I can see it in my head, but I don't remember watching it a lot. Yeah. But you're going through all those. You got to go Voltron. Oh, heck yeah. Voltron. I used to have Trans- a huge, yeah. yeah. Transformers. Yeah. Um, G.I. Joe. You know, the, the reason that I, I came up with this, and here's one. Here is the piece de la resistance for me. Yes. I can't remember the name of the show. Was it prime time? But it was Bo Jackson, Wayne Gretzky, and oh, Michael yeah. Jordan. They were, they were all they like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, gosh, now you're going to have to Google that one. You're going to have to fire up the yeah, Google yeah. machine. But that one to me cartoon. was Pro Stars. Pro Stars, that's Pro right. Stars. That's right. They, and it was only a couple of seasons. Sure. But it was yeah. one of, I mean, to me, as a sports, you know, kid that loved sports growing up, you know, watching this in a Saturday morning cartoon, it, just, it made all my loves kind of go into one. Oh, sure. And it, it was awesome. Well, it's so, one of those, it's, it's a hard genre to even like nail down other than just like, like we've done just spewing a list of names because you enjoyed so much about little pieces about everything, you know, because like Chippendale Rescue Rangers was one of my favorites. Only three. Um, my first, which my first, yeah, me. yeah. My first dog was named Gadget because of that show, and one of my first memories of the of Disney World was going to that stage show at the Magic Kingdom. So, yeah, it, it, sometimes it's even less about the show itself. Like if I watched it now, we tried to watch one the other day. I don't remember a thing about any of the storylines. I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened, but I remember the show and I remember it having an impact. You know, and there's a few yeah. of those that just rise rise above the rest. But what was your what was your piece day resistance? Was Pro Stars your Oh, Pro Stars, yeah. Pro that Stars was my piece yeah. to the resistance. I remember that one, yeah. Um, but here's the I mean, so, so what has gotten us on this kick? Well, so I don't know if anyone's had a chance to watch it. You know, movies are, are now going to where they release them from home. And Universal, I, I applaud them for doing that. I think mm-hmm. that for families, you know, everyone's like, oh, $20. I'm not going to pay $20 to rent a movie. Well, for a family of four, that's a deal. That is a yeah. steal. Thank you very yeah. much. I'll take it. Um, so I had the week to myself at, at the house when the girls came home from the beach, we watched Scoob, 
you know, the new Scooby-Doo movie. And it was amazing to see my girls enjoy Scooby-Doo the way I used to enjoy it. You know, watching a pup named Scooby-Doo. I don't know if you remember the, the little kid Scooby show. Yeah. Uh, and, a pup named and Scooby-Doo. That, yeah, a pup named yeah. Scooby-Doo. And, and that, and then it had so much, you know, it had Captain Caveman in it. And it had uh, Dick Dastardly. It had the little mud that went, Oh yeah, you know it, it's just all this Hanna Hanna Barbera thing. Um, just it, it, it's it's awesome. Yeah, and and it, it's fun yeah. to to see. Well, Hanna Barbera spins off a whole other thing because you watch the Jetsons and the Flintstones and Captain Caveman. Yeah, and I know it's not Hanna Barbera, but one of my favorites was all of the like Peabody and Sherman ones and all that kind of. Oh stuff. yeah, little dude in the white suit comes back and sweeps after everybody when the show's over. And all that stuff. Yeah, all of those are really good, too. I have to say, one of the ones that stands out to me, too, you talk about some of the bigger moments. Um, one of the bigger moments that stands out was um, in G.I. Joe, when Duke died. Oh. Duke was my boy. And the yeah. fact that they did that on a cartoon, it was the first time that, that I'd ever seen a show take a turn like that, especially with the cartoons you watch, you know. And that was one of the things that stood out to me when I was a kid. You know, yeah. it's, 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 like I said, you know, it's all a lot of, like, you know, toilet humor and gags and stuff like that. But there's some of those that really just went for it. And I enjoyed yep. that one a lot too. I still wish I could dress up as Cobra Commander at, at cosplay stuff. You saw me at the table when I we, mean, we did the one in Lakeland. There was a table behind yeah. us where they had this huge picture backdrop that made it look like a, a action figure package. And that dude with Cobra Commander, I enjoy wearing a mask out and about because I think I look like Cobra Commander. I'll be honest with you. Really? I don't I mind mean, it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> See, you look like a ninja, dude. How awesome is that? I'm an Alabama <laughs> we spent, ninja. We spent our entire childhoods wishing we could walk around in a ninja mask. Now we get the chance to do it, and all we're doing is grumbling about it. See, okay, so here's the deal, though. You're saying you get to wear a mask. The mask I want to wear doesn't cover my nose and mouth. The mask I always wore, you know, when everybody says grab a mask, was either A, Batman, or B, Zorro. So my eyes are protected somewhat from the virus because I'm right, Zorro. Not, <laughs> I mean, let me wear my Zorro mask. Come on, right, man. Exactly. You know, you combine all three and you could be Bat Zorro Ninja. There you go. Nah, I can't do that. No. Uh, but, so what – yeah, so I, it really just – to me, like I said, watching that Scoob movie, it brought back memories of – Waking up, mom and dad told me I had, you know, on Saturday, you have to sleep in until eight o'clock. Okay. At eight o'clock, you can go to the living room and turn the TV on and watch Saturday morning cartoons for a couple of hours. Okay. And I'd sit there and watch three or four Saturday morning cartoons until 10 o'clock. And then the, you know, football stuff started about 1030. And then you go outside and, you know, help dad throw the football or whatever. Oh, yeah. And you watch football the rest of the day. But, you know. It brought back memories, and we're going to go into a little serial talk here now. That this this goes hand in hand with with uh, the Samurai cartoon. Hey, can I throw Can I throw one more out before we transition to see? No, I, mean, I want to make one more point on the cartoon front. There is a very clear generational gap when yes. it comes to cartoons, and it, it, because you know when Aiden will be flipping through YouTube sometimes, and you'll come across like a uh, like things from your childhood challenge or something like that, and there's some that are from the um, 80s into the very early 90s that I resonate with all the way through and then Rocco's Modern Life and some of the older no, Nickelodeon no. shows yeah. like Cat Dog and, and some of the ones like that had no interest in those whatsoever but other people like oh my gosh and they're freaking out 
there's a very clear dividing line. And yeah. I think that this one is probably one that people are either going to know and they love or they never heard about it. Shirt tails. I don't think I, wait. Yes, I did. I had it's the little, little monkey. I had the little monkey yeah. with the green shirt and it was yep. along the lines of Care Bears. It was the same kind of idea, right? Yep. But it, shirt tails was one. And what was the one that um, had the lion that was a bumblebee too? Um, hang on. A lion that was a bumblebee? Yes. Hang on. Uh, everything Was it no Wuzzles? I did. Wuzzles. Okay. That's another yeah. one that either people are probably going to know about or they're going to have no idea that it even exists. I don't. So it's, it, it's no, one I of the things. That one. Yeah. And I'll, I'll wrap this just by saying it's one of the things that makes me feel oldest is when I see the things that I really get jazzed about versus the things other people get jazzed about. I realize there's like an 11 year difference in, in like that generational gap, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's funny to watch, but anyway, what were yeah. you going to say? I so, totally So my thing you. you did, and that, that's okay because I do that. And most. That's of the time my purpose. You. Yeah, exactly. So, so it brought back memories of, of going, you know, waking up, getting my plastic bowl, mm-hmm. pouring honey nut Cheerios in it, too full and having to like slowly move across the living room <laughs> to sit on the floor right in front of the couch and of course and eat eat honey nut cheerios while i'm watching saturday morning cartoons and this brought up a conversation at home and, and this is this is still part of the topic that my wife had never had honey nut cheerios until <laughs> this right? year isn't that crazy yeah like that was the that was a staple for me that was probably the one. I always that, had honey nut Cheerios. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and your wife had. She said the first time she had it was what when she was twenty something. Yeah, and I didn't even realize that. How? How? I mean, because that was twenty years eat, ago. I guess I don't know. Right, but you eat Cheerios as a little baby, mm-hmm. and then you you move into honey nut Cheerios. Yeah, that, that's just the progression of things. Yeah, plus well, progression so, of things for our children. That's how it should be. <laughs> doggone it that's how it should be done yeah it's amazing because you know now um my favorite cereal to eat in the morning now just because it it takes me back a little bit when i do have it is lucky charms oh of course so those kinds of cereals when i was growing up and and it was a perfectly reasonable thing to do i'm not casting any judgment on it but when those kind of cereals were always for a snack only now really i got home from school I could have some of that in a bowl dry with some milk on the side or, or some water or something like that. And I, I think that's a perfectly reasonable approach. Um, I, I might give it to my kids every now and then in the morning, <laughs> you know, but, oh. but, um, but I remember eating it mostly as a snack. And I think that's where I came to enjoy. I hate marshmallows, like just marshmallows, craft marshmallows. I hate marshmallows. I cannot stand them, but you put it, some cereal marshmallows in front of me and I'm solid, man. I am good to go. Those aren't marshmallows. Those are those are like cardboard. No, they're little crunchy. nuggets of, of rainbow colored heaven, man. The way that now, they crunch and break off in your mouth and stuff, they're fantastic. I'll tell you the cereal that I miss the most. And I'm probably going to get some people who might be a little upset at me because I know we have some people who are who have to go on the um, gluten-free diet. But okay. dad gummit, give me my fruity pebbles with gluten again. <laughs> how you do know, fruity pebbles ever have gluten they're made from rice i don't know but um so amanda did a taste test for me mm-hmm. she said you know when this whole gluten-free thing started going popular she bought she had one of these little cereal holders and she she, she went to the grocery store we couldn't find you know the gluten-free one you know now gluten-free we sure. couldn't find the gluten-full ones at all 
So she said, all right, I'm going, I'm going to see if it's psychological. She bought one of those little cereal plastic cereal things mm -hmm. and dumped the whole, bo whole box of Fruity Pebbles in it and said, Dave, I found you some gluten-full Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> I, I saw, heck, yeah. I went and got one of the biggest Tupperware bowls I could find Yeah, and, and dumped pretty much the whole thing in, took a big spoonful and said, no, uh -uh. <laughs> not the uh -uh. same. <laughs> oh, okay. I know we're not supposed to say about Facebook Live. Captain Crunch Bear Crunch with Crunch Berries. Oh yes. Oh, oh absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It was worth getting your mouth cut up to pieces to get to one of those berries, man. man. If you got a bowl that was at least one third berries, you were solid, dude. And then they came out with the nothing but crunch berries. Yes. Yep. That's the I, way to go. I love those. And one that I, I remember loving a lot was Waffle Crisp. I don't know if you remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, never I actually, got it. I get a lot of the maple nut or maple Cheerios now because I miss that flavor, like that mm -hmm. syrupy flavor of the waffle, waffle crisps. So, well, yeah. well, just just dump, put some maple syrup in your honey nut Cheerios, <laughs> stir <laughs> it around a little bit more. It's not a good balanced breakfast without a side of diabetes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes. <laughs> you know why Wilford Brimley was on Saturday morning cartoons, right? <laughs> Back then he was peddling Quaker oats. Now he's peddling diabetes. Well, because he knew that eventually all of us eating these Saturday morning cartoon cereals. There you go. Yep. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You just said Count Chocula, too. I never had Count Chocula. I probably I had it at some point, but I don't remember. I had the Booberry one was my favorite mm -hmm. one of those. Yeah, Frankenberry. Frankenberry. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they had another one. There was the, the ghost, but I can't remember what he was. I don't remember. I don't know. But anyway, so there you go. That's a look yeah. back at our childhood, the, the cartoons, and the cereal that made us. Yep, vitamin Cs. There you go. That's oh, no, 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 no. Raised on. Vitamin Flintstones. Flintstones, yeah, man. That's why our generation's not getting the Rona. They get we gummy. have them fret. You better believe it. And gummy vitamins today, I mean, really? Man, come on, that's just sugar. You're not crunching through it? It's not worth it. If you're not tasting the chalk, that, that <laughs> if, tastes if that, sort of fruity. <laughs> if that first puff of like powder in your mouth, it may go, <laughs> you yeah. know, don't inhale. It's like, it's like eating fun dip, man. <laughs> oh, I hated that stuff. All right. So, so for those that have never watched or listened to the show before, we always do a middle segment called Virgil asks a question. Virgil is Adam's dad. And, and he is the, the most pop culture, trivial, knowledge, full person I know. And, and so he always has random, every time I see him, always random, hey, Dave, do you know blah, 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 like, Virgil, what? So every week we get Virgil call into our birth line. 650 UAB show and you if you have an, uh, you know, a, a serial or a cartoon you want to reminisce about you can call that that number we will play it That's on right. the show next week but Virgil does that every week and he he does you know he has his Virgil asks a question uh, the evening of April the 30th at around 907 p.m. my wife Catherine and I stood outside facing to the northwest the skies were exceptionally clear we were in an area that had very little light pollution. We were informed about the possible appearance of Elon Musk satellite trains, also known as the SpaceX Starlink satellites. 
It was an outstanding light display. Catherine and I were in awe. Upon completion, the satellites will total 42,000 satellites. My question is, what is the purpose of this project? So is it it's a train? <laughs> it's a space train. <laughs> I think I can. I think I can. Come on, ride the train. And ride it. Choo, choo. Come on, ride the train. And ride it. No? Oh, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me there. All right, so okay, do you know okay. the answer or not? I, I, I don't. What, 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 what is I do. the answer? Oh, oh, wealth of knowledge, Mr. Adam Russell. <laughs> so I'll tell everybody first, findstarlink.com. Um, you can either type in your coordinates or find your closest geographic location, and it'll tell you when... Um, what date, time it's visible, whether it's bright or dim, and which Starlink train it is, and it tells you which direction. Wait, there's more than one? Oh, yeah. There's like seven, I think, now up there. Um, and the overall purpose of these is to create a situation where the entire world can have Internet access no matter where you are. And, and up in the space, up in the stratosphere, mm-hmm. They're saying that it can get internet from the satellite down well, to the Earth. These trains are orbiting the Earth, so the theory is that you'll always have these things in a proximity where they'll be able to broadcast to where you are. And they overlap enough to where the signal won't be interrupted. And what's so the speed? Actually, what's the speed? Like, what kind oh, of bandwidth? Internet speed? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they even know what they're going to be able to get yet, to be honest. But I think, I think that it's, it's fascinating to see because when you see one go over, they're literally satellites that are probably, you know, to your eye an inch apart. And they just come and, and they just keep passing by and keep passing by and you see them move over. It's actually really cool to see. There are a lot of people who are going to be, who are worried about the potential impact when all 42,000 are up there when people are trying to make readings and observations and things like that of stars yeah. and other stuff, will this stuff get in the way? So it'll be interesting to see how it ends up playing out. But, uh, but yeah, it's actually really cool. So it's findstarlink.com and you can see when it's going to pass over, but eventually the whole world will have internet for so the if, low price of nine ninety five a month. So 42,000 satellites, each satellite's probably what at least, seven, eight feet in diameter, at least. Yeah. If you have 42,000 of those, you're going to be covering up a pretty hefty part of the, the earth always. How are you planning to get these shuttles out, Elon? How are they bringing the what? Stop, oh. you know, stop <laughs> the, the train. You know, a shuttle comes up and, oh, oh, stop the train. Oh, we got to dodge. It's like the asteroid field right. and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Right. So... Yeah. I, you know, I, in, in Huntsville, we got to think of these things, you know, because yeah. that's kind of what I mean, we do. And, and that's the, I, I can't even imagine how you present to NASA, hey, here's our plan for 42,000 satellites. We're going to run this simulation of their orbits and show you, here's your launch window, which would have been three hours is now an hour and a half. So you better hope the wind's blowing right and there's no rain because your launch is going to get scrubbed a lot easier now. Right. If that is the case, you know, maybe they, maybe they planned that out. I don't know. The government's really good at planning that kind of stuff, you know. Sure, yeah, the government and planning. We know how well they do. So anyway, speaking of planning and, and speaking of things that, that, that probably need no introduction, I found a list of the top 35 saddest country songs when you need a good cry. 
Mm. My mother-in-law sent me this this morning or this afternoon. And it, I'm okay with the list. I'm okay with the songs on the list. Now, there I, are five. Okay. Let's not jump to that conclusion yet, but please continue well, with your introduction. I, so there, there are at least five songs on this list that haven't made the list that need to be there. But okay. I'm okay with most of the songs on this list. I know one of the songs you have an issue with. Oh, several I have an issue with. Well, okay. So let's just, I'm just going to read them and then we'll All discuss. 36 of them? 35. But you, you've got to go through the list. You have to tell them the I list. Guess. Okay. All right. I, just, at 30, I have a standing objection to reading all 35 just so all of our listeners can agree with me. Go ahead. Okay. At 35, I'm so lonesome I can cry by the great one, Hank okay. Williams. Can, can I, let, let's just, let's pick a few of these and just dive in. This is one I want to say something about. Okay. That is not a bad song. I'm sorry. If you need a good cry, there's nobody in the year 2020 who puts on I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry. Hear that lonesome whoever will. There's no way that makes anybody cry. No, I, I agree. But so, it's so still the a great premise song. of the list is already wrong. Oh, it's a great okay. song, but it's not one of the saddest country music songs of all time. Sorry. 34. I have an issue with who they said that sings this song. Sunday morning coming down and it is a sad song. It's a very sad song. Okay. Um, but it's Chris Christopherson, not Johnny cash. Well, he wrote it. Chris Christopherson is Sunday morning coming down. I never heard the song before. So, Oh my gosh, Adam Russell. And, and you call yourself it. a, don't play it. Or we're going to get, booted. I won't, we're, we're, I won't play it. But after, after we record, Oh, I'll listen to it. I just, I don't have an we'll interest. We'll be listening to it. Okay. So 33, this song should be higher. She thinks his name was John by Reba McIntyre. Yeah. I mean, what's better than AIDS? Yeah, exactly. 32. <laughs> Where were you when the world stopped turning? That, that's one because of our generation that should How be way that, up there. that low? I don't know this song. Well, I think, I, think, I think we can, let me just say this real quick. I think we can step out and make the premise that these are not rank ordered from the saddest to the least sad. I think they These are. are just, but th- th- okay, well, I guess we can say that we don't agree with that ranking at all. At all. Or we're going to say that just about every time, right? Well, the, the ranking of this thing is completely way off. Because there's one song that's about to come that I'm going to say should have been number one on this list. Oh, yeah. And not. Okay. I, I would say the same thing about one that's coming up soon. So go ahead, yeah. please. 31. Probably wouldn't, 31 probably wouldn't be this way by Leanne Rimes. I don't think I've ever heard that song. I don't think I have either. Okay. Number 30. It this should be number one. This should be number one. And how about this? How about I do this? We're, sh- we're doing live, and I can do this. You can do what? You can't play the song. No, but I can share. You can't play I the sure song. Can. Oh, you can share the screen so all of our Facebook Live people right. can see. Yes. There you go. So here we go. Number 30 should be number one. Yes. He stopped loving her today. Yes. Place to read the long his door. I mean... So the thing that I love about that song mm. is you don't know that he's singing about the situation until it gets to that twist in the chorus, which right. ultimately at the end of the day, the two things that make a great country song are a sad story you don't see coming and a play on words that you didn't see coming. Right. This is one of those where he stopped loving her today. You're like, oh my God, he's dead. Right. Wow. You know, so I agree with you. That, that one actually is a really good one. Now the next one, come on, man. What is this, this one? This Sesame Street. Yeah, Tammy Wynette doesn't scream 
sad country to me. This song's no, not I, sad. There's nobody who cries a D I V. No way. It's not happening. And it is very funny. Well, yeah, but there is a window of country music that just is not good. And Tammy Wynette is that This falls into that window. This is this one should be number two. Whiskey Lullaby should be the yes. second saddest country song out there. Yes, I agree with that. And it, it's the same. Actually, no, it should be number three because the one after Whiskey Lullaby is number three, two. Okay. But it's the same premise as George Jones. He stopped loving her today. Sure. It's they both had to die to get over each other. Sure. Yeah. And just because of the story, Hurt is probably one of the saddest country songs what, out what, there. What sto- explain this. I never got this other than they were trying to make a statement with an old Johnny Cash. I never got this song. He died immediately after he wrote this song. Yeah, I know, and, but it's not like he, the whole, not like he pinned listen, it like saying. No, if you listen to the lyrics, I hurt myself today. He, he thinks about how his, his actions and being the man in black, the whole walk the line guy, okay. Okay. hurt himself. And he's okay. looking back as an older man saying, man, I killed myself. Hmm. Okay. So just the reflection of it okay. is, is what makes it the sad so, song. So I'll go ahead and say while you're scrolling, the fact that, okay, I get your message. and I get that that's deep. That being next to Jolene. Right. How do they, how do they even compare? Right. Jolene is, is a, it's got to be up there. With each pleading, Jolene, 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 you will feel I'm, sorry for how completely helpless, but no, you don't. No, you don't. No. <laughs> sorry. But I love Jolene. That's this a great is a, song. This is one of the songs when Family Guy wants to make a joke about country music, they pick Dolly Parton and Conway Twitty. This is the kind now of don't, stuff that is a don't joke Don't joke today. on my Conway Twitty. I'm just saying that today's culture looks at that genre, that era of country music, and uses it as a punchline most times. I mean, that's just how I things are today. I, don't, fact, I didn't say it in like the song. It's not making anybody cry in the year 2020. Okay. I'm Not Gonna Miss You by Glenn Campbell. I don't know this song. Never heard it. But I know Glenn Campbell's story. Here you go. You're the last person I will love. You're the last face I will recall. And best of all, I'm not going to miss you. Hmm. What? And so it speaks directly to his struggle with Alzheimer's then. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. that's heavy, dude. It's, it's the final song recorded by Glenn Campbell. Sure. Yes. Sad yeah. song. Yeah. Heaven's Only Days Down the Road. Eh. What song and who? Yeah, Shelby Lynn. Who? Heaven, heaven. You don't know Shelby Lynn? I mean, I've heard of her. Okay. Okay. How does this song, 23, what hurts the most? <laughs> how? How? Tell me how this makes the list. Because I don't know. I'm trying to justify it because I, I, I actually like the song a lot, but I can't. Uh, I can't. The next one is another great punchline. You picked the fine oh, time to leave me. But it's. You. Yeah. It, <laughs> Four hungry children and crops in the field. Yes. Is, is it a sad story? Yes. But this is the kind of people kind of sing along to in a bar now or a country bar now. You know, it's right. like. It's not sad. It can't make you cry. And Sweet Old World by Lucinda Williams. I don't even know who Lucinda Williams is. Not me either. Okay. Now the next one, yes. This one, I ball my eyes out day. I would still ball my eyes out if I listened to this song a couple of times. Well, say what it if is. You're reading, if you're reading this by Tim McGraw. Yes. 
It's about it, a letter home about, from, from a soldier. And he's <laughs> saying, if you're reading this, I got a one-way ticket over here. Yep. Meaning I got killed in battle. I didn't come home. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Done. Totally sad. Yeah. And I fall to pieces. It's in that genre. I get it. It was a sad country song. But to me, that I don't listen to the words of I Follow Pieces. I listen to Patsy Cline's voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't listen to, uh, you know, I, I just listen to her sure. singing. So I can't. Yes, I don't, it doesn't strike a lot of emotion. Right. Now, there are probably a lot of people that have a connection to that song. Right. Reba's on this list, like, all the time. <laughs> For My Broken Heart, I, I don't know if I remember this one. I don't either. I tried to listen to a little bit of it. And it wasn't a Reba song I remember. Well, she, um, she wrote it for the death of her band manager or tour manager. It says right there in the plane crash, but I just never heard the song. Yeah. So I can't really. Concrete Angel. If you're going to do a, a Martina song, you're going to do Independence Day. Yeah, but Independence Day is more empowering about how she yeah. escaped it. Concrete Angel, she didn't win in the end. I think that's probably okay. why she made it over Independence Day. Okay. You're the George Strait guy. I don't mm. know this one. Today, you my haven't. world slipped away. Wow, really? You haven't heard this song? You'd know it if you heard it. Okay. okay. You'd know it if you heard it. We'll listen to it after the show. This, okay. one, I, this one, again, I don't think it's a tearjerker. This is the kind of song that you slow dance to at the line dancing place in the 90s, and that's why you have a connection to this song. I don't think it makes you cry more than it makes like our generation reminisce. You know, We talked about him last week. Yeah, Someone Else's Star by Brian White. We just talked about this very, this very song. And, and I will say, when this song came out in 94, this song was one of those that made me think. It was one of those that, as a, as a teen growing up in that era, 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 era. it was one of those songs that kind of made me think, oh, yeah, I must be wishing on someone else to star because something's not going my way. Aww. I mean, we all... Angsty yeah. teenage Dave was sad. Oh, dude, you, do you not remember angsty teenage Dave? <laughs> I remember 19, 20-year-old Dave. I, don't, I didn't know 13-year-old Dave, though. Well, so, that's true. Okay. Evidently, I missed something good. You, you did. Every <laughs> Other Weekend by Reba featuring Kenny. Yeah. And uh, this one's sad, and it, it is. It's a very sad song. But if we'll you're going to put a – Swapping the kids off on the weekend song, Highway 20 Ride has to make that it. That is on my list. That's yeah. on my list that didn't make it. Oh, I'm sorry. Where well, I stole your thunder, but Highway 20 Ride is one. By where Zach. is Highway 20 Ride for this one? Yep. Yep. And everybody should be yep. nodding their heads along with us. I agree. Misery and Gin. I don't know this Merle Haggard song. No. The Dance Should Be Much Higher. Yeah, Dance by Garth, yeah. I mean, there yeah. is, if you say The Dance and you don't say the one by Garth, is there another The Dance Oh, I, I, we have people around the world, man. We just have true. to make sure. But, well, I mean, Garth okay. is worldwide, but. Yes. And Wish You Were Here, that is a sad song. Yeah. Wish You Were Here. I, I think the, the problem with, with Wish You Were Here is it starts off happy. And then but, the no, tone, but the tone never really changes. The thing, he stopped loving he her. He dies in, in a plane crash, man. But, but but the he stopped loving her today just gets right to the point and then George's voice, wish you were here. It keeps the same beat and the same kind of feel, and that never really says it says. I think it says one time as the plane went down or something like that. But it's not yeah. like fire, you know. I just I don't know. Okay, I've never heard of number this, ten either. This ain't really by Craig Morgan. 
It's about a uh, guy that his home got destroyed in a Birmingham tornado. Mm. I mean, so I might have heard it relate. once or twice. I don't remember it, but yeah. and, uh, don't, 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 like, don't even speak it. Don't even speak it. The fact that this is on the list, I want to stop the podcast right now. I've had enough of this conversation. And if you read the name of this song and who sung it, I have to. I will leave this show. I and yes, to. I'm being overly dramatic for effect because I'm trying to wake everybody up after 30, 26 of these songs. I have to. No. Drink a beer by Luke Bryan. Oh, how in the world? I'm going to sit right here oh. on the edge of this pier. And how Holes in the Floor of Heaven by Steve Warner isn't. Holes in the number Floor of four. Heaven is sad, dude. That one should be yes. up there. But this one, this literally, one. Let, let's compare the difference. Steve Warner making a, fun, a, a cool little play on words about how there's holes in the floor of heaven and your relatives are looking down at you through them. And that's why you should know because you should be okay because someone's watching you. Luke Bryan basically Googled how many words rhyme with beer and just wrote a song where all of the lines end with one of those words. Beer, peer, yeah. I mean, it's just, they don't even compare. How are they next to each other on this list? Disappear. disappear. <laughs> yeah, Luke Bryan needs to disappear. He should have written Maelstrom when it was still open. Yep. Anyway, the last one to know by mm. Reba, old school Reba yeah. too. Yeah, live like you were dying. Oh, that Tim. song just got played so much though. It did, but and it then was... it had a book, and then it had like a DVD. But but the the the, the feeling and the meaning behind. Oh yeah, it. The, the point is still there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, number five, you were mine by Dixie Chicks. Great song. Yeah. But it should not be on this list. No. No. At all. Live Like We Never Loved It All by Faith oh. and Tim. I can't even say those two names together anymore. Oh, come on. No. I heard it. What was that song? He, I heard a song the other day come on the radio that they were singing together, and he was singing about, what about when I gain a few pounds? And it was the weirdest thing I'd ever heard. Because I, 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 he'll I, never gain a few pounds. No, I just, I can't, I can't listen. Ever since, like, he was, he was the dude, man. He was like Indian outlaw. And then she came around and he became a poet and he wore beanies and he did a song with Nelly. And it was so bad. Hey, I miss old Tim. He married Mississippi girl. So you're Mississippi. Yeah, she girl didn't stay her. Mississippi girl either. She turned into Miss movie star trying to be the country music, Nicole Kidman. Cause a Mississippi girl don't change her way. Evidently they do. On to the next <laughs> number three, <laughs> number three, just a dream by Carrie. I don't know if I've ever heard this song. I've heard it before, but it's been a long time. It didn't have a lot of radio life. Yeah. Um, Over You by Miranda. The meaning of the song, I get. I get why it's so sad. Yeah. But I don't, I, I can't put it up there. If no. this is in order of, of where they think these rank, they're dumb. If you want to talk about, and I think that the, the real thing here was that they're finding songs that have a sad real life story that, that adds something to it. If you want to talk to Miranda Lambert, if you have to put her on the list, The House That Made Me is probably one of yes. the more impactful songs. If you want to find something that really kind of cuts to your heart, you know? Yep. So, And then number oh. one, this isn't a sad song to me. It's not a sad song, period. And it's not her song. She wrote it. I, I understand that. Just like Chris Christopherson wrote that other one. But the main person people think of when they think of that song is not Dolly Parton on this one. I'm sorry. It's Whitney Houston. I will always no. love you. If, you. if you surveyed a million people, 999,426 would say that's Whitney Houston's song. 
Okay. I, I, I agree. Sort of. So all in all, we do all of that to say that a good country music song cuts to the cuts to your heart with a good story or a twist to turn a phrase and that type of stuff. Right. Yeah, that's very true. We might have a, we, we have a guest coming on the show for two seconds. I think they have to come say good night. Good night. So, Did they crawl in through that little door or is that a mirror back there? No, that's, well, that's, that's where the speaker's going to be. Oh, okay. All right. Hi. Hi, Ellie. Hi, All Batgirl. Right. You say, he says, hi, Batgirl. <laughs> All right, give me a kiss. All right, love you. Love you. All right. Daddy. And you hear Harper now. Hey, Harper. All right. So, so <laughs> the, the songs I think that they missed, and, and I don't know how some of these weren't on there. If you're going to have Luke Bryan drink a beer, mm-hmm. you got to have I Drive Your Truck by Lee Oh, Lewis. yes. Oh, absolutely, dude. I will bawl my eyes out about I Drive Your Truck. Really? Dude, it's a sad song. I mean, it's sad. But... Okay. I have Highway 20. Worried about Highway 20 ride. Oh, come on. Um, <laughs> for me, and we talked last week, Adam knows, and most people listening right now know about my relationship with my, my papa. Mm-hmm. I thought he walked on water by Randy Travis. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. And they just slammed my door. <laughs> well, they think and, you walk on water, so that's what matters. Yeah, I know. And any red-blooded American, American who hasn't cried at this song I'm about to sing, or about to say, I won't sing it. Let me guess. Can I guess? Okay. It's a three-word title. Mm-hmm. And you've met the guy who sang it? Didn't you meet him one time? I mean, I have met the guy that sang it. Is it Have You Forgotten? No. Oh, I missed it. Doggone it. What is it? But Angels Among Us. Oh, yeah, dude. Wow, I didn't even think about that one. I was walking oh. through the woods on a cold winter day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I believe. <laughs> All right. So, I got one your, more. Is, oh, you got one more? Go ahead. I Told You So by Randy Travis. Oh, that's a, yeah, man. That's a good one, too. That's a good one, too. And I've got, I've got one that you haven't mentioned that I would put add to the list as well. And when you hear this, if you don't think more of the music video than you do the song, then you I, never can watch the can, can I guess? Can I guess? Please. The, the artist has the same initial as his first and his last name. Yes. Anymore. Anymore by Travis Tritt. <laughs> when he was in a wheelchair and he fell in the water and all Annie! that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. That, oh, that, oh, that got you, yep. man. Got You're you gone. <laughs> Tell me I was That was a good one. Oh, I like yep. that one. Yep. Yeah, man. So. Man, that's crazy. Talk? How, how do they mix? So we've talked Sunday morning cartoons or Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. We've talked country music and sad songs. They do connect somehow and they connect in a, we're going to hearken back to our, what they used to say on sideline warning, the good Lord, amen, get off my lawn rant type stuff. Oh, Lord. No, I'm not going to go on a rant. This is a rant we've gone on before, but this is how they connect is that what made those cartoons, um, so good back then versus today is the things like the GI Joe, you know, they had a storyline where they actually killed off one of the main characters and 
it was a part of your childhood and it, and it stuck with you and it had staying power because of the connections mm -hmm. that it made. Country music, a lot of those songs, except for that window that we talked about, have staying power. You know, they're life lessons and you learn things. I, I kind of look at it to look at more recent cartoons. You look at Disney Junior, there was Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and they taught you how to read a clock and how to count to 10 and tell your shapes and how to tie your shoes and all that kind of stuff. Now you have a version of the Rocketeer that is the most I name thing you've ever seen. And cartoons have moved from something that stuck with you that taught you life lessons. At the end of it, it was the more you know and you learned something. Yeah. And knowing is half the battle, right? Go now Joe. It's, now it's all toilet humor and fast jokes and ADD cuts and camera cuts and all that kind of stuff, bright colors, and it's all about you know merchandising, which was that there back in the day. But there was a, a, a connection that you could make. It's the same problem we have today with country music. Country music back in, the, in, in some of the older songs, and there are a few still out there today, but the lyrics have a meaning. The lyrics have a purpose. The lyrics, it's like that old Trace Atkins song, songs about me and who mm -hmm. I am. And those songs, you could always find one that stuck with you. And you may not ever be able to explain why. Like for me, it's where corn don't grow. And that doesn't relate to my life at all, but that song and the meaning behind it and how that guy felt, I couldn't relate to it personally, but it was really cool to hear it put that way, you know? Yep. Today's country music is all about a girl in a bar or a dude in a truck down by the creek drinking a beer on the hood. That's it. It's, it's the Not always. And, and it's, it's what country music suffers from the same problem that a lot of kids entertainment does today, that it's disposable and throwaway. But it's funny because thinking about, when I was really thinking about that connection, a lot of Saturday morning cartoons, you could always tell where the motion was going to happen on the screen because they would use the painted backdrop and they would move one thing in the corner. And all, like in the Ninja Turtles, if you watch it today, when the Ninja Turtles are all, are all talking, only one of them is barely moving and the rest of it is static because it's cheaper in animation to keep a lot of it the same. You don't have to paint as many cells. That same idea is now being put to country music. While the life lesson was there and while it connected with us when we were kids, they were made in a very cheap way. And so mm -hmm. a lot of country music today is formulaic and the same cookie cutter snaps, the same cookie cutter drum beats, the same guitar riffs and the same, you know, Hey girl type stuff every single time. And so while today's country music is different than that connection we felt with our Saturday morning cartoons, the cheapness of the production value of it from a making perspective, you know, production perspective is really similar. So it was kind of weird to think through that because I was going to go on. A, oh, the stuff we need when we had was a kid was the best and they can't even compare to that today, but it was actually made pretty cheaply. You know, yeah, well, it was a lot but, of country music today had, follows they, that same pattern, but they, it was made cheaply, but it had depth. The story had depth. Yeah. The story right. was what carried it. Cause it didn't matter what it looked like. The story was good enough to keep kids hooked and to make the parents okay with them watching it for the most part. And, and now it's just, with country music, you're not going to see a lot of songs outside of maybe I drive your truck or highway 20 ride or a few that come out like that. You know, 40 years from now, we'll be saying the best country, saddest country songs of the early two thousands. It'll actually be kind of hard to yeah. pull that together because they're all about a dude trying to win over a girl. I mean, that's really all country music is about today. There are some that be, have now become sad to me because of, of, you know, my daughter's growing up. Or, oh, sure. Or, yeah, you know those that that wouldn't have been sad to me in the '90s or oh yeah, you know, two, early 2000s. But but now, I mean, tr what is it? Um, Zach Brown. I, I, I he or had whatever. one. No, no, 
this is riveting radio folks, but Zach Brown has one that's, it's not on his newest album. Thank goodness. Huh. Um, but it's on his homegrown album. Maybe welcome home. Um, no, actually, it's on the the Jekyll and Hyde album. Huh. Oh, really? Who knew? You there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, I'll be your man. Okay. And, and it's it's you know it's basically you're going to find find a guy someday, but always know I'll always be your man. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, it just that that album came out in 2015 when Ellie was just born. Yeah, bawled my eyes out when I first. Oh, I, bet. I bet. Just because it's that 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 feeling that you, only dads can sing to their daughters. It relates to. It's a song about you, right? Exact country music. There you go. Which, and then Zach Brown Zach made that other. What was turned it? his Owl. back on? Owl. Yes. <laughs> I'm Patrick Swayze. Oh, if anybody hasn't had the opportunity, please take a moment and go out and listen to. Uh, Zach Brown Band's album called Owl. Or, or just Patrick, or, or Zach Brown's album, not the band. And it's only on Spotify right now. It's called mm. The Controversy. Oh, that one and too, he has, yeah. He has a song called Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Just listen to it. But not with your kids, which I never thought I'd say about Zach Brown, but there it is. The man that gave us Highway 20 Ride in colder weather also the man gives us, us chicken fried. He, I mean, he got in the door on chicken fried. Saying, hey, look at me. I'm just like all you other people who live in this kind of country lifestyle. And just like Tim McGraw. Okay, anyway, before we go down a long rabbit hole, <laughs> wrap this up, Adam. Please. Uh, so I, I gave them a spoiler of how they can get a hold of us earlier in the show. Sure. That's normally your job. So go ahead. Give us a call, 650-UAB-SHOW. Spell it out on the keypad. You'll hear a brief message from us, and then after the beep, beep leave beep. your message, and um, we'll play it on the show like we do every week with my dad's question, and um, we'll talk about it, and you will be part of the show. So 650-UAB-SHOW. Give us a call. And you can also interact with us on the socials. Dave, tell them about it. On Facebook, just Unrelated at Birth, facebook.com backslash Unrelated at Birth. Join the Facebook fan group. Uh, we've Vance has had some, some pretty good zingers on me lately. Did you yeah. see the thing he did from the Hufflepuff today? Yes. Yeah. I actually might have to watch that just cause it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Twitter, we are at not related bros. I'm at D Adams four one nine. He is at run tide run Instagram unrelated birth D Adams four one nine run tide run. We got Patreon. We don't ask I mean, we're going to ask, but we don't, <laughs> we don't, if you don't want to give great, and, you know, it's just something that we do so that this costs money. And if, if you want to give to us, we'd love it. We appreciate it. Thank sure. you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, we're not going to beg and plead, but like they say in the, the old Motown, we ain't too proud to beg <laughs> sweet darling. And it'll go to good use. I promise we use it for hosting fees and equipment and all the stuff that just goes into the show. We are not going and buying lunch with it. I promise. No. Or a lobster dinner. A steak or a lobster. <laughs> uh, we won't be going out to, uh, to Disney Springs with it this week. No. Um, which, you know, I'm sure Adam will go. No, he won't. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> 
But everybody right. can go if they want to. Don't use my uh, yep. apprehension at all, please. Don't don't use Adam. Enjoy um, yourselves. Um, um, scaredy catness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> scaredy catness Everdeen. That's my that's my new nickname. Scaredy cat. Yeah. Scaredy catness Everdeen. Okay, so guys, we appreciate it. We love that y'all have uh, just listened to us for a while, and and it, it, this is just two guys talking. The fact that you give us forty five minutes to an hour each week is it's it's awesome. Yep. This is this is such a cliche word in this year's this this era era. era Please don't say era. Unprecedented times. In these unprecedented uh. times, you know, it's with the new normals in these unprecedented times. <laughs> um, but guys, we we do love the fact that y'all y'all come in and listen to us and and argue back at us. I'm sh- I, I oh, know yeah. you do. I know you do. You right, right there. I know you do. Um, but we love you guys, and, and we, we appreciate it. Y'all stay safe. Adam, take him home. Yeah, guys, we do love you, but not as much as Jesus does. Be kind to each other. You don't necessarily have to stay home based off of where you live, but you do still need to wash your hands. It's up to you whether or not to wear a mask, because Dave's putting his on right now because we're wrapping up the show. But stay safe out there, guys. Be kind to one another. We will catch you next week. You guys have a good one. Fall off. <laughs> <laughs> me sad. Me mask fall off. <laughs> me mad. Me sad. <laughs> me so sad, sir. Oh, me so mask and falling off for today. <laughs> me so not have mask, sir. Me so gonna get the Rona. <laughs> <laughs>